Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, into the 11 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Short with you. Dusty Likens in for Cody today. We'll get to the trash of the day in about 10 minutes or so and also right back to the Chiefs' red half hour here in about 25 minutes and back into the trash talk that's happening here on game week. And uh, I actually want to get Dane and Hughes' perspective on this. Former Chiefs wide receiver, of course, will be on the call Sunday afternoon in Cincinnati for the Chiefs radio network. Dane, and good to have you on the show, man. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Good to have you back. I, I look at the trash talk that's been happening, and I, I love it. I love it. We haven't seen it on the Chiefs side as much in the past, but Justin Reed, I don't know if you heard his comments yesterday talking about locking down a couple of these receivers there for, for Cincy. Is this, is this stuff that as a player, uh, usually you try to keep close to the vest? Are you surprised maybe that they're, they're speaking out like they are? So I am surprised, but I absolutely love it myself. And from a player's perspective, like you already have this in your tank. You already have this ready to go. And you're just waiting for somebody to – to be able to tap into it. It's like you're in WWE and you're waiting to get tapped in in a, in a match and uh, waiting for somebody to come and tap you in. So, like, players already – the trash talk, just because it doesn't happen normally in social media or during the week, doesn't mean that it's not brewing. And, like, you don't just go from zero of doing nothing all week to a hundred on the first play of the game. Like it's, it's one of those deals where you already have it on tap and you're just ready to, for somebody to tag you in. So yeah, I love it from a fan's perspective. I loved it as a player. I always trash talk on the field. We were always taught in the locker room and the coaches said, Hey, don't give any bulletin board material and all that blah, 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 blah. But you know, what's happening. You know, what the mindset is of a player. And I just like the fact that, hey, we got that swag about us, and that's fine. We want revenge. We want retribution. Um, there's so many side stories to this matchup that might as well kick it off on Tuesday. Why not? Uh, look, I, I, how bad do they need this game, the Chiefs? I mean, I, I like for this season in particular, we know we're talking about really the one seed is what the, the – the, the rest is remaining for the regular season, but knowing that Burroughs two and O and potentially could get to three and O like from a psyche standpoint as well, how bad do the chiefs need this thing? I don't think they need it bad. I think they want it worse. 
Gotcha. And there's a difference. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of football left to be played. Miami still has to play Buffalo. You know, Buffalo hasn't looked the same over the last couple of games as they looked earlier this season. Uh, they're not, they don't seem as dominant. They seem like they got a, a few uh, kinks in their armor in regards to offense. Uh, as far as the consistency comparing the first, you know, six, seven games to now. Uh, but, like, I don't think the Chiefs are worried about that factor. I think as far as wanting it, I've been in this situation as a player where you lose a heartbreaking game. You can't wait. You cannot wait to get an opportunity to play that same team again and, and have some kind of revenge. Uh, so I think it's more about wanting this than needing this at this point. I mean, there's still a lot of football to be played and who knows how things will shake up, especially towards the end of the season. Because remember in week 16 and 17, I should say what 17 and 18, there's going to be some decisions that are going to be made on, a, on several teams on how they're going to play their starters to what extent, if they're going to go for the win uh, if they're going to pull their starters early, hoping to get a win. So, like, there's still a lot to be shook up during that time. But I think this is a want. This is more of a want deal than than a need. Was there ever a guy, Danon, that, that really got under your skin that you just, when you went out there, you were like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this dude? Um, Not from a trash talk perspective, but just from, like, you said something about my mama. You kicked my dog. I hate Damn. you. Like, I mean, that's the kind of mindset you have. It's like from a player, it's like, like we're not friends. Like we may have a drink after the game if your bus while you're waiting for your bus. But for these 60 minutes, like I, I really like hate you. Like, like there's, you're trying to take something from me. You're trying to take some joy from my teammates. Um, you know, all the blood, sweat, and tears that we put into this game. Like you're trying to you're trying to take that from me. And like, I, I gotta have, I have a problem with that from a player's perspective. So that's, that was my mindset all the time is like, like I got to do everything on this field so that all my boys walk in this locker room smiling. Like I got to whatever is needed, like I cut buck, crack back, you know, whatever, poke, poke somebody, whatever, like whatever is needed. That's kind of the mindset that I always had. And, a lot of my teammates have. Now, this game seems a little bit more friendlier now these days than it was back in the day, but it doesn't take away from the emotion. Like, the emotion of the game, the fact that Patrick Mahomes does not want to go 0-3 against the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, the fact that, you know, we got Justin Reed, we got this defense really clicking pretty strongly now, and a lot of players remember how they just moved up and down the field on us in the second half of both the regular season game and the AFC championship, like that hasn't been forgotten. So it's a personal game. You guys have heard me talk about offensive linemen, taking things personal when you were talking about the run game and blocking. Like, I feel like this is a team personal game more than just something that is going to have a winner and a loser. We're talking former Chiefs wide receiver Danon Hughes. He'll be on the call along with Mitch Holtis and Josh Klingler Sunday afternoon in Cincy for the Chiefs radio network. Uh, Jamar Chase is like Justin Jefferson, like these Tyree kill. They're going to get theirs. But how do you how do you limit to where it's not that 17 catches for 320 and four touchdowns, which is what he did in two games 
last year against the Chiefs because I do feel better about this defense, Dane, and heading into this game Sunday than I did at any point in the prior two matchups. Well, I think the number one thing is any player like like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Taj Boyd, any of those guys, if you give whatever quarterback it is time to throw the ball down the field, they're going to eat you up. They're that talented. So it's going to start up front. And if our defensive line can continue to pressure Joe Burrow or pressure quarterbacks like they have done over these past few weeks consistently, not just in spurts, but consistently throughout the game, if Steve Spagnuolo is able to draw up some different blitzes that catches Burrow off guard and we're able to dislodge the ball, it's one thing to get hits on quarterback. It's another thing to dislodge the ball or get him to get rattled in the pocket. And we just weren't able to do that uh, last year in either game. So to me, it's really about the guys up front. I feel like we're more physical uh, at the defensive back position, even with three rookies as our top corners. Um, to me, that's that makes us a little bit unique, <laughs> to say the least. And I'm sure Jamar Chase and those guys are licking their chops like we got rookie fresh meat that's coming to town. And we got a veteran safety that's talking trash. Let's let's torch these guys. But I think, you know, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, the guys up front, Willie Gay Jr., they're going to have a bigger say in it than maybe the defensive backs only. So I have kind of a two-part question for you here, Dana. Number one is, what is the strategy, you being a former receiver, against guys like Boyd, Higgins, and Chase, who, yes, they're fast and quick downfield, but they're more of like a physical receiver. Is there a is, is this the strategy where you, you play up tight and try to get aggressive in the first five and then see what happens, or do you still kind of play back coverage? Uh, I think our team, what we've done well is play bump and run. They, Brett Veach, Steve Spagnuolo, they've done a great job of bringing guys in that know how to play bump and run. Now, with bump and run, it's just not about jamming somebody at the line of scrimmage and then running with them. You have to have a technique. And you can see some guys like Joshua Williams, have sharpened their tools a little bit better since that Buffalo Bills game where the technique of getting their head back around to the quarterback. You can get physical with receivers down the field, but you can't get physical with receivers down the field and not look back for the ball. And what we've seen, and that takes some confidence. It's not just about technique. It's about like not being afraid to get beat deep and not being afraid of the guy running faster than you because you're, you got to turn your head, and everybody knows, not that I'm a track star or anything, you run faster when, you run, when your head is straight ahead as opposed to turn back to the quarterback. So you have to trust that. So I feel like the physicality at the line of scrimmage is going to take – there's going to be some instances where those guys are going to get loose for a slant. You can't – if you have – picture this. If you have, a, if you have a slot where there's two receivers or trips where there's three receivers on one side of the ball – all three of them cannot be bump and run. There's going to be one off, one on, or two off and one on. So what are you going to do? How are you going to close that gap on quick slants or quick outs or quick fades on the sideline? That's where the technique comes in, and that's where the scheme comes in. So, yes, to answer your question, you get physical with them early, let them know that you're not afraid to, to hit them in the throat with a jam, but at the same time, trust your technique down the field. And then last one, since you're a wide receiver, uh, you got to cut one, start one, bench one. Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> right now, because 
Chase has been injured. I'll cut one. I'll cut him. Uh, I'll bench Tyreek. <laughs> and since Justin Jefferson is on a few of my fantasy football there teams, we go. There we go. I'm going to play him and throw him a whole bunch of balls. <laughs> Danon Hughes, former <laughs> Chiefs wide receiver. You'll hear him on the call with Mitch and Josh Klingler, Chiefs Radio Network, Sunday afternoon in Cincy. Appreciate the time, man. Have a good call. We'll check in next week. All right, guys. And hey, we got players only back tonight after That's right. a two week hiatus. So. You know, tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Barbershop and I will be back on deck. Bring that smack talk to Barbershop. Tell him Dusty told you to do so. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be listening tonight. There you go. Dating Hughes for players only tonight here on 610. I'm on right after them uh, with that betting show tonight. We've, like them, been on a little hiatus for the last couple of weeks. So we'll have that the players, show, players only, excuse me, from 6 to 7 and then uh, that betting show from 7 to 8. And I'm sure Barbara will put a, a parlay or something that won't up hit. On, on the whiteboard. How is it uh, up 42 there? That to been, 7? Uh, Do you remind Barbara uh, that you're, he's your opening act? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I do not. You uh, should come on. But I, I, I give him a hard spirit time. of smack. Talk. I give him a hard time because when my show starts with the quick, as we know, the quick, quick crossover from when their show ends, there's like yeah. a two minute break. Oh, it's terrible. And, and it you got to be ready it to is. go. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm on and he'll be writing his picks on the board uh, and so, as in the first. By the way, the can we also allude that he has What's very that? nice handwriting for like a Sharpie board? He does. Like uh, the, you would not terrible. think you would not think linebacker hands uh, produce <laughs> that sort of penmanship with a dry erase board. No, Barbara does have really good. Very good. It almost looks like the opening credits to Aladdin. Are you so you're stereotyping <laughs> against linebackers? Linebackers can't have good penmanship because they have gigantic hands. Like I shook Nick Bolton's hand at a training camp, and I was like, "Good lord, don't ever do that again." Just give him fist pounds. Okay, Nick Bolton, Derek Johnson, and Sean Barber. You have to cut one, start one, bench one based <laughs> off of their penmanship. Oh man, well obviously Barber's starting. Bolton's fresh out of college, so I'm sure he's written some notes recently that he's, that he's got to be able yeah, to he read. He might be typing up yeah, stuff. That's See, true. He, he didn't write much. Maybe he didn't have to write as much in college. They were that's probably true. Typing. I think you're going yeah. to have to cut. You're going to have to cut Bolton, man. I don't think I'm going to have to. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to like let him sit on the bench behind Barber's great penmanship. It's fantastic. I like that dating today. Dating, every, every Chiefs guy is fired up. Well, this is a big week. It is a big game, man. But it's you're, not like, just for the teams. Like, it's for, like, these yeah. announcers. Well, like, this, is, this is a game, though. I mean, like, everybody. Mitch Holt just punched me in the chest. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> He's in, so in excited. Passing. Well, you've gotten punked by this team twice. True. No, yes. you cannot say that about any other team during the Mahomes that's, era. That's it's fair. That you were that. You were up 18, headed to the damn Super Bowl. This team ruined that for you. That you're, you They know, embarrassed you're, you. They this, embarrassed you. This city... Thought they were headed back to another Super Bowl. I was sitting at Arrowhead and at halftime, I'll be, we're up 18. You're, you're looking at it, you're thinking, oh man, man we're, we're talking about, oh, look at it. I'm seriously, there are people next to us a few rows down looking oh, yeah. at flights. Look at that flights, right? I mean, like, that's how everybody thought this thing was done. And of course, the Bengals ruined that opportunity. And it is a big game for like regular season two, but you know, the Bills are still right on your ass for the one seed. So are the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And so you, you want to be able to keep that opportunity where you can rest some guys, get the bye and all that. So it's, it's a huge game. I can't wait for Sunday. We'll keep talking about it throughout the show today. We'll get back to some Chiefs football in 10 minutes with the Chiefs red half hour. But let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. Also, we'll be, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on the World Cup a little bit more today as well. Trash of the day might be Romeo Lukaku. Uh, for Belgium, number two team in the world, out in group stage play. Easy there, Dusty. I mean, I'm yeah, just what saying. What was his name? Romeo Lukaku. 
He you, is you've the gotten Belgium. in trouble with the FCC in the past. Yeah, they they searched That's you. Right. They yeah. sent you a letter. Resident yeah. bad boy here it was, at six ten. It, it was so awesome. Is is a great. And Dusty's flipping yeah. us both off currently. Yeah, well. <laughs> Get your live stream up. And here, now whatever. that we're streaming, that's an FCC yeah. violation, yeah, too. Man. Yeah, well, Woo. that's called your boys getting smarter with the FCC <laughs> violations because he knew you weren't streaming. Kind of photographic uh, memory. This trash of the day has to do with uh, an opportunity that that anybody has. The Mick Gold card. Oh, God. Uh-huh. This is a real thing. They are offering at McDonald's holders of their elusive Mick Gold card. So basically, it has been around for a while. You can win one, though, through their app stake. Oh, they have a steak on the app? On app, get it? Sweet steak, app uh, steak, if they think they're being really clever. If Run they had a steak, oh, December 5th through the 25th, to be eligible, you must first opt into the rewards program. You'll get an entry. What is the McGold card, you might ask? It's good for two meals per week for 50 years. Oh, God. And there's no restrictions on what defines a meal, but the annual yeah. value of the card is $1,000 per year for 50 years. If you don't think you're going to live another 50 years because of that, you can choose instead a one-year card worth 1000 bucks and a cash prize of $50,960. That would be what I would choose. You could also receive yeah. the option to give equivalent Mick Gold cards to three of your friends so they can enjoy the reward. The problem is only the winner gets a check for 22000 to offset the taxes. If I give you a card and you mm. accept, you would still have to pay taxes on that $50,000 card. That's kind of a scumbag way to do it. Yeah. Hey, so I'm going to be a friend. I'm not taking the 1000 a year for 50 years. I'm going to go and take $1,000 worth for one year yep. and then give me the cash prize of 50000 bucks. Yep. Right? That's the yep. move here. And then I'll go invest with some of that. I'm not going to. I mean, after the taxes, you're probably, what, 25000 26000 is what you have left in cash? Sure. But that's twenty five, twenty six thousand. Investing you didn't is have for suckers. It's actually not. Uh, with the way of inflation going every year, no, just actually, spend it. Just spend the money, man. Yeah, that's yeah. the absolute worst way to go about life. Um, oh, okay. Just take trips. How to, else are you supposed to get cool stuff? Oh yeah, I mean, I guess you don't have to necessarily spend and pay gambling debts. Um, but you know. Oh, is that a shot? Not at me. Nick, do you know does the guy that you owe six hundred dollars to? Does he know you're you're going to Germany next month, later this month on Guten a trip? Tag. Alvita Zane. I haven't talked to that guy in like three years. <laughs> yeah. Actually, wait, better yet, I've never talked to never? him. Never? No, I don't know. I've never even met him. This guy's just, gonna pop up one day. Yeah, he's just waiting he's waiting for you there like Liam Neeson. So the intermediary, the guy who gave me that bookie, yeah. he did I, I said, Do you guys think do you think that guy knows I exist? He goes he, I, he's like, I don't know, because he doesn't have your info, so he doesn't know your name. Unbelievable. But he probably knows that there is somebody out there that didn't pay. Shady but... book operation were you part of yeah. back Wait, in the day. That's Apparently his a good fault. One. Hey, yeah. guess what? Bad business model. Did you ever get any money from him? Like, did you ever win where he had to send you money? No, I opened oh, up the account. Does, that's why he doesn't know you. Yes, yeah. I opened up the account. Immediately went one and twelve on the first <laughs> week of the NCAA tournament, and never opened it again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. But so remember, what, what happened was I asked the intermediary, I said, when I opened the account, I said, hey, do I need to, like, give this guy my info so he knows how to get in touch with me sure or whatever? Not. And his response was, yeah, no. Nick, he's a bookie. I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. Mm. I said, okay, then. Luckily, we don't need a bookie anymore in so, these parts. Sounds like that bookie needs to write something down. I'm imagining that bookie <laughs> is not in business anymore. By the way. You never know, man. By the way, Dusty. Uh, yeah. 
well, actually, no, sorry, Nick. A lot of people are saying oh, that we like, sound wait, the this same. This happens all the time. Everybody would, thinks we sound well, the same, Nick. So, like, you need to start saying, like, hey, I'm Nick when you're talking, and I'll start saying, hey, I'm Dusty when I'm talking. What's the story behind that? Because, yeah, someone texted in, 913-586-7610. Someone says, Dusty Nick. and Nick, if you guys ever get your own shoe, show, shoe. Uh, or shoe, yeah, size 14. you guys can get your own shoe. It can be the you guys own branded shoe. But they say, if you get your own show, two guys, one voice, and she sounds mm. so similar. Dusty, what? you have size 14? No. I was about to say, I didn't think you had I it I thought like you that. did, though. No. Okay. You know I don't have it like that. <laughs> oh, God. Firsthand. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of been like one of those things. That the two guys, one voice. I don't I don't, I don't believe it. I guess. I, do you think we sound alike Like when we talk? I, I don't. Because you and I, Cody sound very similar. No, see, I don't think <laughs> we sound similar at all. My mom listened one time and, no. and is convinced that Cody sounds like Seth Rogen. Ew. Doesn't he have like the most annoying laugh? I don't think you two. I don't think you two, Dusty and Nick. I don't. I don't think you guys. Sound I don't know. That I think similar. I think Nick's got a great voice. Personally, I love yeah, the sound I of Nick's think, voice. I think Dusty's got a little bit more of a raspiness to that's him. Exactly yeah, that's exactly yeah, right that's there. True. That right yeah. there is a little raspy. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. You're doing a great job today, Nick. By the way. You know, I'm just glad that you let that. You know, we just let you know. Come in. What? I lost that. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Is that a complete what? sentence? I lost like which human I was. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to say? I don't know. I, I uh, man, I, I I lost which track oh, of voice man. I was. I didn't know if I was Nick or Dusty at that point. Thanks for. I was gonna say, let me. <laughs> thanks for letting me come in. But then it's Nick. So, you know, just glad to be the producer of this show. Oh man. Coming up next, we'll get back to some Chiefs football. It's the Chiefs Red Half Hour. The trash talk is a full go on both sides. Hear what Justin Reed had to say next. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. It is the Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way. At the all-new Greenway Ford, Alex Gold, Nick Schwartz, Dusty Likens with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm just impressed that you went with Cheetos. That's yeah. a very... Like Mix it disrespectful up, move. I've never seen it. I've never oh, seen. Yeah, once a month or so. Once a month. Mm. What's wrong with Cheetos? Nothing wrong with it. Very aggressive think- to eat in the studio. Now you have orange fingers. You touch the on and off button. No. The microphone's gonna have cheese crust no, on no, it. No, no, no. So what are you gonna do? That's just the right slop now dog with chair the- over there. I know you've got. Yeah. Cheeto dust on those fingers. Eh, no. Oh. Uh, but he's also been licking them, so I guess COVID's done. No. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh yeah. There's. There's no napkin, Nick. Dude, he goes, I'll just use an old he's shirt. He's doing it right now. Oh, yeah. He's an old shirt guy. Are you kidding That's me? That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, just man. over here smacking Cheeto dust. Yeah. And then later on from two to six, Carrington will chew every pen wow, in sight well, happens, and leave yeah. them all over the I'm done over I, there. There's a chewed pen right over oh, here. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Binkley. Bink's bring, or and then, Bink, Nick's bringing in some napkins right and now. And then you know when you come in on Monday, you're getting a smell of chew because Binkley sits there. He after was, Bink filled in <laughs> yeah. yesterday. We were giving him a hard time for that. Thank you, Nick. Nick is bringing Oh, in. man. What do you hands out? What, what, I still want to eat. I don't want I don't want hand sanitizer all over he my hand right now. He doesn't want Cheeto-sizer. 
Yeah, yeah man. No. Yeah. Here. Are you kidding me? You should me? see the string. No, dude. Give me the napkin. Give me the napkin. I'm not sitting in that chair I'm anymore. Leave it over here. Leave the, leave the Purell, Purell no, over no, here. My Purell. You leave the Purell. You can leave the Purell in here, man. No, because then guess what? The Purell is going to have Cheeto dust all over no, it. No, I appreciate the napkins, but I, I'm not going to put Purell in my hand if I'm going to then eat a Cheeto right after uh, Dusty. That's Text gonna... slide 913 says, have you seen the TikTok videos where people eat Cheetos with chopsticks to avoid the <laughs> finger dust? No, that's ridiculous. Not today. What, you want me to get some chopsticks? Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I just... (laughs) Today. Chopsticks? Well, I'm eating these Cheetos. Oh, man. Goodness. Imagine that was on the live stream. Yeah, fortunately, we don't have... Chopstick Cheetos, man. We don't have the video going. Or you should just wear, like, a glove. That's ridiculous, but I get what you're saying. It's... it's, uh, that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, don't forget, though, hopefully, Dusty, you'll show up to this as well. We've got our Cody and Gold Toy Drive, the second annual Cody and Gold Toy Drive, coming up on Tuesday, December 13th at Jefferson's in North KC. It'll be from 4 to 7 o'clock. We had a ton of fun with this last year, and, of course, the, the premise behind it is to help out some families here in the Kansas City area uh, and partnering with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kansas City. We're asking you to bring a new unwrapped toy to the event that night. Just come hang out, have some food, have a few drinks, and, and obviously just bring an unwrapped toy or two or three, however many you want to bring. We appreciate everybody that did that last year, and we're going to be doing that once again. Again, that's Tuesday, December 13th, the Cody and Gold Toy Drive. I think you uh, I think mm-hmm. you showed up last year, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because Nick Price, man. That's my okay. guy. That's my uh, Red Reaction Show guy. That's my uh, producer slash co-host for uh, Red Reaction Show. So We've been doing a lot we'll of be, stuff uh, We'll be dressing up as Santa again. That was funny last year. Oh, you have the costume, Who do you I think. think pulled it off the best? Well, Cody, because we if, you, if you've heard the promo running as well, uh, last year, Cody, that was pre-weight loss. Mm-hmm. And so he filled out the Santa suit a little bit better than Nick and I. So now he's now it's going to be a problem. That Santa suit is going to be a problem for everybody. I think. For this I've been bulking drive. up in preparation for this event. Bulk season. Somebody says, "Grow up, gold. <laughs> just pour the Cheetos into your mouth like it's a shot." I mean, I just eat them. I mean, have you guys ever tried a Cheeto chili pie? I have not. Just thought of it, that? and what it sounds that? good. Have you guys ever had? The, have you guys ever seen what they do? with like a TikTok cooking thing, where they'll put the Cheetos in. Well, in like a, they'll cook them in a pot and then they'll turn it into like macaroni and cheese. I have seen the TikTok. Yes, actually, mm. I have. Somebody says golden fesco sound alike. Really? Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, we'll get to that later, by the way, because <laughs> Fesco was talking smack, I guess, again on Nick. It happens oh, every week. Fantastic. It seems like. There was some somebody texted in earlier. Let's yeah. talk some Chiefs football, then we can get into that, though. It is the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs red half hour a little bit. And we were asking Dane and Hughes about this as well, that – the, the trash talk, it's it's fun. I think we all love it. It's just weird to see it from the Chiefs' side as well because typically it's always been a thing that we've seen from the opposition. But you had Justin Reed uh, saying this about the wide receivers, maybe the tight end as well, if, if he could figure out which, which player it actually was. A big-time tackle, like some of the missed tackles, explosive plays, um, a lot of it's going to come down to making the play on the ball. You know, And they have 88 um, Higby. No, it's not. It's not here. He was with the Rams. Um, what's his name? It is Higgins. It's Higgins. Higby and Higgins. Uh-huh. They're gonna have him back. He's a very talented receiver too. More of a finesse type of guy. Um, not the best blocker. Um, I'm gonna lock him down. You know, <laughs> straight up. Uh, so, you know, we're gonna have to come out of the game. Like I said, play our best game and go out and do it. So he's confident. Uh, I think he was a little confused on exactly who they were talking about. Then eventually he went on Twitter and said he was talking about a man-to-man coverage, Hayden Hurst, which is the tight end mm-hmm. for Cincinnati. Then you had Jamar Chase uh, saying this as he's about to come back from being on 
I guess it wasn't officially on IR, but it might. He, there was rumors that he was going to be dealing with that hip injury. I don't think I could be stopped if I'm being honest. You know, I'm out there playing football, playing my game. So when I'm in a in a rhythm in the role and I'm just playing, you know, the timing is there, and I'm just playing football. Jamar Chase probably can't fully be stopped. Like he's going to get his. Question is, can you limit him from becoming that 180 yard receiver, 220 yard receiver? But I. Jamar Chase is not going to just end up with 45 yards receiving against Kansas City on Sunday. If that's the case, then his his hip injury probably got re-aggravated or something. Like he's going to get his, but can you prevent the huge explosive play? He is one of those top five receivers in football for a reason. Yeah, and I think the, the difference is, is the fact that you have Trent McDuffie, and I get it. This is the Trent McDuffie game. This is where we find out how high of a skill set this cornerback that they drafted in the first round with their first overall pick can be, right? Like this is a guy who's been solid uh, throughout the year when he plays. He hasn't played a whole lot, but he's been at least here. Um, And I think this is a situation where it's like, hey, man, you want one of the best in the game? You want to go against one of the top five receivers in the NFL today? Uh, You're going to get that opportunity. It's going to come with a little bit of sauce on it. You're going to have a little bit more help than they had last year with the cornerback safety position. Um, Like I had mentioned earlier in the show that when you look at last year's game, there's a lot of miscommunication, shockingly, I know, between Dan Sorensen and uh, Tyron Matthew. And then it came out towards the end of the year that maybe there was a reason why Tyron Matthew wasn't playing at his, you know, exquisite level that he could, that he was, you know, maybe playing to make sure that he could lock up a bag, which depending on who you are and what you're about is your opinion. But again, that stops you from going into a game with a big physical receiver like Jamar Chase. Like even when Jamar, when Justin Jefferson had his best year as a rookie and they said, you know, seeing you perform like this has been really, really great. You know, what expectation can we see like moving forward? And he goes, you think I'm good. Wait, do you see my teammate that didn't come out this year? Cause he stayed back with the COVID year or whatever. And we got to see Jamar chase last year. And of course, Jamar chase was offensive rookie of the year. He comes back this year, has a little bit of an injury upside, but it, or uh, of an injury uptick. And then now he makes sure he gets right for this game. And Joe Mixon comes out last mm-hmm. week, you know, I'm in concussion protocol. It's really not your choice, but I mean, I get it. You want the tenacity and the fire. And he's like, you know, I'm going to make sure I do everything I can to get right for this next game against the chiefs. The other thing about this game is that it has a very similar appeal as last year, right? The chiefs were rolling when they started playing the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals started to get hot at this time. Like you had mentioned earlier that they were starting to trend up. The chiefs were already trending that way. And it was a matchup of like, this is probably a future playoff game, whether it's the AFC championship game or not. Cincinnati would have to beat the one seed. They happened to, then they had to come to Kansas city and beat Mahomes in arrowhead in an AFC championship. game. Only Brady's done that. And now here we are again, Cincinnati's trending up again. Everybody's starting to get healthy again. You have Kansas city who's riding the hot, you know, the hot wave that they are. They haven't lost in, in however long they're eight and two. They've done pretty well. The last loss they have is Buffalo and now we get two teams that clearly don't like each other. And I thought Danon said it well when he said, you know, yeah, you don't like each other for the 60 minutes you play. I will say this. I don't think there's any sort of, I don't think there's any sort of friendships from one side to the other. Like, I don't think Mahomes is as close as he is with Burrow as he is maybe with Herbert. Now, granted, he plays Herbert twice a year, but he's going to play Joe Burrow once a year, every year for the next five years, as long as they keep winning their division. And I don't think there's hate between individuals 
like there might be, but the teams do not like each the other. Only one, only one player I will, I would push back on would be the Eli Apple, only because of what that's ha- fair because of the comments after the game, right? Last year, right? Is, but the guys that are that he was going after aren't relevant, right? McCole Hardman's out, out right now, and but still Tyree Kill's gone. That'd be the only guy where I could see in the Chiefs locker room where they're like, screw that guy. And I'm surprised um, McCole's been quiet. Well, he's not playing. That's probably why. But still, that's probably why because because otherwise, because if you're Eli Apple or whatever, you'd be like. Dude, you're not even available to play in this Yeah, because the last thing why. the last thing we saw was McColl broke his TV. Yeah, which wasn't really broken. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised he took the time to go find the broken screen video on YouTube and then tweet it out. I guess what, I shouldn't be surprised. Do you guys but. know what tuna in a can means? Okay, you're referencing the back and forth there. Will you guys seems- do something for the audience? Will you guys do a reenactment of the Twitter exchange between Justin Reed and Jamar Chase? I think. Alex, okay. I think Alex, you should play Justin Reed. Okay. And Dusty, you should play Jamar Chase. Because okay. after, that clip, after was, that clip, Justin yeah, Reed had to clarify he what did. he meant by that, we, that audio soundbite. We, we played the clip, and you could tell Justin Reed's a little confused about like who was what number, who was coming back from injury. So, yeah, Justin Reed replied to the video that came out yesterday and said, to be honest, I meant Hayden Hurst for the man-to-man matchups. Mm. Nonetheless, any and any and everybody still getting locked up. And then Jamar Chase responded. Yeah, I don't know where the tweet is, no. though. I tried to look up Jamar Chase. <laughs> I couldn't it's find in it. the rundown. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jamar Chase said, I, let's put some money on it big time with the eye emojis. Yeah, I don't know where this is at. Very beginning of the rundown. There's a link there. And then. Uh, Way to be prepared for this. Well. It kind of was just like randomly it was thrown, thrown on you. It was thrown on you, but it is in the beginning of the rundown. Yeah, well, we weren't in the beginning of the rundown. We were. We weren't, but same thing anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Is blame it? Nick. It's okay. I just you know what? Nick. It's not all good. It's all Nick's right. fault. Let's go from the top. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I meant Hayden Hurst for the man matchups. Nonetheless, any and everybody's still getting locked up. Let's put some money on it, big time eyes. Emoji. <laughs> Y'all welcome for the extra motivation. I'm a see you Sunday champ. Tuna in a can. Kitty cat emoji. Noted. That was the sequence. That was the sequence. Bravo guys. Yeah. Great job. Uh Tuna in a can. We still are looking for what that really means. I think it's either means uh, a very, very uh, term that we can't say on the air or it's he's baiting for content. Because don't cats eat tuna in a can? Yeah, so you're saying... So, like, just nice like, bait, but it ain't going to mm, work for us because we're better. I, that's the only thing I can think know. of. That's not bad. Text line says, oh, Jamar Chase says he's gambling on the game. Suspend him. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's that cats eat tuna in a can. So he's eating up the BS that's being thrown out there? Is that what you're yeah, getting Yeah, or he's well, calling him a P-word. BS. That's crap, but... Maybe he's just calling him a P-word. P that's what the text line Someone seems to think. He's calling him a. I don't think Jamar Chase would be calling him that though. Like that. We just got done saying how they like. You're not. You're not just going Twitter and call the guy that. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like that's an easy. Like that's an easy meal, right? Like that's an easy meal for a cat. It's if just Justin Reed really cat. wanted to win the conversation, yeah. be like, I bet you couldn't kick an extra point in a field in an NFL game. And then it gets, gets so egotistical that it comes down to like an extra point. Jamar Chase just takes McPherson off the field. He's like, I got this. You brought up Eli Apple talking trash last year. Yeah, big time. Jamar Chase is maybe the one guy, the one guy who gets to talk as much trash against the Chiefs as possible, and it's really tough to be mad at him for it. 
Oh, yeah, he owned that guy has absolutely punked the Chiefs defense. 17 catches, 320 yards, four touchdowns the two times they played a year ago. And right now, this is why, like, you also want to win this game, too, because it's not just him, but the whole idea of truly scoreboard. We went to the Super Bowl last year. We kept you from the Super Bowl. We beat you in the regular season. We beat you in the postseason. You want to be able to just shut that thing down now on Sunday afternoon because there's a chance maybe you see him in the postseason. You don't want to be 0 for 3 against that team heading into the postseason in a divisional round game because there's a chance the way it could all shake out. You could end up hosting Cincinnati in your first game as the one seed, depending on how the bracket shakes out. According to the 816, it's a friend's reference from Phoebe. I you have a Jamar hard Chase? time believing Jamar that. Chase is referencing Phoebe Why don't you guys friends? ever want to like welcome the text line into the show? We are, but I just think that's great. Nick, we like referencing the text line. You don't. We do. I'm Dusty, and we do like referencing the text line a lot. Oh, uh, we're back to the Nate. We're back to sounding alike. Did you see the text that said, <laughs> uh, "Dusty's voice sounds like an old smoker. Nick's voice sounds like a kid that just came out of puberty." Hmm. Mm. They don't think you sound alike. Well, that's good. Well, this is me, Dusty. And I think I think Nick has a really cool voice. Why do I sound like Skeeter from Doug? Yeah, damn. Gunk, gunk, uh, me gunk. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show. Doug, I watched Doug. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, that was right. We were saying we're yeah. That was that was. Uh, someone said, "Pretty sure it's just eat you for lunch." Mm. We have a lot of different working mm. theories out there. I don't think we've narrowed it down, but no. the one I'm most comfortable with is that he's just someone calling him. A, he's calling him a p word. Someone says Nick, as long as you don't sound like the British lady on six ten from six to ten in the morning, then you're good to go. I don't know who that is. I think they're referencing Bob's yeah. British lady bit. Oh, no. And also, thinking, the reason why I bring that Camp up. Camp cliches. Uh, text line claimed that there was more trash talk about you on the morning show. That I haven't heard it yet. I mean, I'm tired of, I'm tired of going back and scrubbing that show. Audio? Well, you know what's, what's tough about it is if I do have to go find the audio, it means I have to sit there and suffer <laughs> through <laughs> that show. Somebody told and I me, just don't want to do it. Somebody mentioned something like Bob blamed me for something too, like losing his keys to his Bronco. And I was like, what is he referencing? Well, because well, Bob's getting something. Bob's getting to that point in his career where he's trying he's to wearing a vineyard he's vine trying to maintain today. some level of relevancy, and in doing so, he goes oh, after geez. the popular people at the station. He's fifty-two and he was wearing a vineyard vine shirt. There's nothing wrong with what he was wearing today. Ah, I th- it he is. Was, he was wearing he was vines. wearing khaki dockers as well. He that needs guy, to be spending his Kohl's cash. That guy needs a wedgie. Is what he needs. Like Bob Fesco needs to be given a wedgie by someone. And if it has to be me to do it, then I'll do it. Okay? Who's got more money in this system? Gold and DraftKings bank account or Bob Fesco in Kohl's cash? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It is the holiday season. Bob Fesco dresses like <laughs> Kirk Cousins post game. <laughs> Do you think, like Kirk Cousins, he has his wife lay out his outfit each morning? Wait, what? I don't know, because he's Kirk Cousins has said Kirk Cousins has never picked out an outfit. Since yeah, he's his been married. wife does it for him. Yeah, that's weird. No, because Fesco's up way early. I don't know. Well, maybe she does it the night before. That'd be awesome. No way. No, no chance. <laughs> yeah. no chance. <laughs> There's no way Bob Fesco knows how to dress himself. Come on. Uh, yeah, it definitely looked like today he was getting ready for like fifth grade pictures. He had, nice. probably, he had an important meeting, I think, after the show. That's, I mean, that I don't deny. I mean, you hear all the ads on the maybe, on the radio. maybe, maybe it was his. <laughs> maybe he was signing up for AARP. I don't know. What's the maximum age of Vineyard Vines? Younger than him. Okay, younger than me. Probably thirties, right? How old are you? Thirty-one. Okay. I think I think at thirties is nice. I think at forty, you need to move on to like Brooks Brothers or something. I don't know. What do old people wear? Uh, LL Bean. <laughs> what do old people wear? Yeah, I don't know. Coles. <laughs> yeah, just Col- Dockers, Skechers. 
Dockers? Wranglers? Well, for a certain demographic, maybe. What demographic is that, Nick? Guys with country. nice buns. Yeah, country. Country. A little gotcha. more rural. I can't wear Wranglers because I have like an ass like Kansas. It's just flat and there's nothing there. <laughs> oh, uh, so you, yeah. you, you I got a Kansas ass. Yeah, so yeah, you're no. saying you got to have like a little bit of a horse butt to pull off the Wranglers? I got to stuff. My butt cheeks, so it looks you like I have an ass. Your butt cheeks. If I had to wear Wranglers, I would. Why is your? Why do you have? Why do you have such a flat ass? Why do you have flapjacks? I don't back know. There? I mean, I don't know. I, I did. I never did squats. I didn't play football. I didn't do lunges. Yeah. Instead of two Volkswagens, I just have like yeah, two pancakes. Someone says there's a lot of dads at Lifetime Fitness. That's where their child's high school t-shirt. They wear their child's uh, high school t-shirts, even though their kids have graduated. You know, I they don't workout want... shirt though. So they're wearing like class of twenty one. You know, I don't. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But if they're workout, I, I get to me if it's your workout shirt. Who cares what shirt you're wearing? Uh, it's a yeah, I mean, if you're just sweating in it. Yeah, I watched okay. uh, what is it, guys' grocery games the other night, and this cook mm-hmm. which just had a ring of sweat around his neck. And I'm just like, how do they not point that out and be like, did this, did this get in the food? <laughs> Oh, uh, man. <laughs> the text line. What's wrong with rural country, Nick? No, nothing. I, I mean, I kind of Since came... the tone there. What's wrong with the demographic? I mean, I went to a somewhat rural public school in yeah, Topeka, or north of Topeka. So, like, I there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that is the demographic of people who wear Wranglers. Like, Cody and I were going to get you a holiday gift as well. We were going to get you some Wranglers, I guess. Not anymore. Oh, take that off the list. Yep. Nope. Nope. Not going to happen anymore. Yep. Dusty, are you going to the chili thing on Saturday? No? Chili thing on Saturday? I'll be out of town. Oh, duh. Vegas. Yeah, I'll be in Vegas. I can't. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I can't wait to uh, live bet because I live in Missouri, so I can't ever live bet, and it drives me insane. Until and you I, come to work. Yeah, and then I can't live bet here because, I mean, I'm going to be distracted, like, you know. Uh, there, uh, I want to point out uh, a little bit of news on the Chiefs front coming out uh, today. Practice-wise, Jarek McKinnon. Kadarius Tony still not practicing, dealing with hamstring injuries. Now, good news, Juju, who was out sick yesterday, uh, he is back at practice. So it seems everything's full go for Juju. But uh, Kadarius Tony, look, it's Thursday, Dusty. We know how this goes. He ain't with, playing. He's not playing. He ain't yeah, playing he, until the playoffs. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> they might rest this thing out for another week or two because you're talking about a hamstring injury. Because if, if you if you have that flare up one more time, then you are risking him not being available at all in the playoffs. Uh, Jarek McKinnon won. That that's a little concerning uh, because of his pass protection, right? I mean, we can mention, like, you'd like to see Kadarius Tony, but I, I'm concerned about not having Jarek McKinnon available for this game. He's someone that they they rely on to be a pass protector. He is an incredible pass blocker at that running back position. And I know Isaiah Pacheco uh, has gotten better at that role as the season has gone on. They mm. trust him a little bit more, but that's where Jarek McKinnon is has been so vital for this team. He's that extra blocker for them, and they trust him. He's been great. He knows where to be. It's a huge asset that they're not going to have, it looks like, for Sunday. The guy hasn't practiced all week. So if you don't practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, you're, you're probably not playing. What about the uh, demotion of Sky Moore in punt returns? Well, that just needed to happen. Yeah. I, early on, we talked about it on Monday's show. Right. I, mean, that, I, don't, I don't blame him at all anymore for it. That is a strictly a coaching thing. It is He should not be put in that position anymore right. whatsoever. That, I, that thing's done, fortunately. As Pete Sweeney reports, Chief Special Team Coordinator Dave Tobe said that receiver Justin Watson is the punt returning moving forward. It sounds like cornerback Trent McDuffie is the backup. What do you think about the the hyping up the crowd when he caught that? Was there anything there that we didn't see? Oh, I don't know. Because they what do you mean? They, well, Sky Moore fumbles a punt, yeah, muscle, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Watson returned the next one, and after he caught it, the crowd sarcastically cheers, well, and yeah, he's like, and he's pumping him up. 
Yeah, I don't know. Is yeah. it reverse psychology that he's like yeah. being like, you guys are idiots? All, like, I yeah. know, all I know about Justin Watson is what I would say is like, put him back on punt returns. I just need a guy to fair catch it. It looks comfortable catching the football. That's all I need. While McCole Hartman and Tony are not available. Just give me a guy to fair catch the football. I mean, and what that's is going to happen if he fumbles the first punt against Cincinnati? Who? What, Justin Watson? Yeah. They're going to go back there. We're going to lose. Really? Just don't put anybody near a ball. Just, okay. just, just move everybody off. Just move everybody off. Do you no. necessarily have to have somebody return the ball? No, you don't have Stop to. Stop doing it. You, don't have just to. you can go leave block. It. Yeah. You can try to block it every single time. Every time. Or no, you go save because you don't want to get caught on a fake punt, which they did last week. I mean, I literally, a lot of my tweets are sarcastic. The one last Sunday was not sarcastic when I said, somebody please help me explain or figure out why Sky Moore still gets her punt returns. Yeah, again, not his fault. It was, and again, it's like he never did it in college. It's not like he was up here trying to like be like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I volunteer. My goodness. Also, I didn't know you could offend people with clothing. Well, people are asking what you said you stuff your pants. What do you stuff your I pants with? I don't. I never said I stuffed them. I said I'd have to because my butt cheeks are you've flat. Never, you've never taken like a roll never. of socks and shoved them up there? Don't or in to. there, I should say. Up there? Not up there. <laughs> Definitely yeah, not up there. The yeah, prepositions no. need to be very specific. I was say, nothing is, there, getting, not nothing is getting there. shoved up there. Ever? <laughs> yes. You I never s- experiment? No. I have, Even no. if she wants to? Absolutely not. And there is no she. He? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I was I waiting for that. Uh, coming up next, we'll get to what's trending. And also now what Hayden Hurst. I'm him. Hayden Hurst is fired back towards Justin Reed. Oh, the trash talk just continues. Next. This is Cody and Gold. Brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance. Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.